3: the most important story in America, but I think I have the details on Bruce Springsteen's driving drunk thing, and it's uh, pretty ridiculous. So stay tuned for that. Okay. He got canceled. Canceled what? by Jeep. Canceled.
4: We are going to meet in the middle at that little chapel, and I was going to get to meet Bruce. That was my
3: understanding of the Jeep commercial. Driving around a Jeep with no top on it when it's freezing cold outside. In the middle of the winter in western Kansas. That's a good way to get pulled over. It's hey, a good uh... way to lose your ears to Frostbite. <laughs> An earless Bruce Springsteen was pulled over. Right. Canceled. Exactly. And we got to talk about the doctor that got fired for giving out doses of the vaccine before they expired. Oh, that's a random people. Good story.
4: Good story. Well, I saw a story where uh, CVS and Walmart are giving out uh, virus, uh, the vaccine, in the same manner. At the end of the day, if it's about to expire, they'll call their employees and say, hey, come on in. We have extra virus. And the, the headline was written. CVS and Walmart take it upon themselves to decide who gets the vaccine. Trying to make it all controversial. You know, get get all the Walmart people vaccinated, especially the old ones. That's fine. Just get everybody vaccinated. Journalism was neat when we used to have it, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, It was fun. I didn't appreciate it, I don't think. Oh, and we also need to talk, speaking of people being canceled. Uh, Lucasfilm has fired the, uh, as we've been referring to her, the beefy, good-looking gal from the Mandalorian. She has a name. It's Gina Carano. She was a pro-wrestler.
3: Well, she is a beefy, good-looking gal, so that's she not is. an inaccurate description. I think she w- she might not love the term beefy. I'll bet she would. I'll bet she spends a lot of time in the weight room, and yeah. she wants to be acknowledged for that.
4: Uh, I, I tell you this, I would. Uh, I would prefer not to anger her were we in the same room together. She almost beat the hell out of Mando one episode. So well, he had it coming. oh uh, so we'll talk about why she got canceled and compare it and contrast it with another media figure who's still in the good graces of the American left. It's funny that way. <laughs> it's like it's completely wildly hypocritical and inconsistent. It's kind of like that, Michael. I was going to ask you to rejoin the segment, but I forgot with my uh, my annual request. Why don't we start next segment? With my musical request. Okay, I got it ready. All right. Okay it, it's, it's cracker's happy birthday to me as today is my birthday and I'm celebrating by uh, acquiring a painful
3: new condition. I was up most of the night last night. <laughs> I'm celebrating my birthday by acquiring a painful new condition. By the way, I knew it was your birthday. I just don't mention it because I don't know if you want to mention it or not. So it's yeah, all, well, not my I, job to out you as it being your birthday.
4: I know, and I'm I'm not an 8-year-old. So I, most
3: people don't bring it up themselves. The reason I know it's his birthday, most dudes don't know other dudes' birthdays. It's not a thing. Yes. I just know it because it's 10 days before mine. So that's the only reason I know
4: yeah exactly it's easy to remember,
3: but uh, i I,
4: I'm, I only bring it up uh I don't want anything. don't give me anything don't nobody buy me a drink. Um, <laughs> good news, Joe, I got you exactly what you want yeah, same hair. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that as I get a year older i'm I'm up most of the night with a painful new condition. so uh boy, ain't aging grand. next time you see some joyful seven year old who's excited it's their birthday, you tell them. soon it'll mean pain. It'll mean aging. Now eat your cake!
3: Now eat your cake.
4: <laughs> ah, well, what's the alternative? I kind of like being alive, so I figure I'll, <laughs> I'll persevere.
3: Yeah. Um, so here's the rundown on the doctor. Ten doses of the COVID-19 vaccine were going to expire within hours, so a Houston doctor gave it to people with medical conditions, including his wife, and he got fired for it. He had six hours. Now that a vial of COVID-19 vaccine had been opened he had to find 10 eligible people for its remaining doses before its precious medicine expired in six hours. Scrambling, the doctor made house calls and directed people to his home outside Houston. Some were acquaintances, others strangers. A bedbound bound nonagenarian, a woman in her 80s with dementia, a mother with a child who uses a ventilator. After midnight, and with just minutes before the vaccine became unusable, the doctor gave the last dose to his wife, who has a pulmonary disease that leaves her short of breath. For his actions, Dr. Gokel in the Houston area was fired from his government job and then charged with stealing 10 vaccine doses worth a total of $135. Uh, and I've seen this story rocketing around Twitter. Everybody is angry about it. I haven't seen anybody says, well, that's what he should get. What about the equity? What about the equity? What about, well, you can't, the stealing's not good.
4: Well, if the facts are uh, pretty closely tied to your, your description of them, it just seems like a great example of the idiotic, bureaucratic, zero-tolerant society we live in, where adults are no longer
3: trusted to make judgment calls. He should have been fired if he let those things expire. Oh, yeah. That would be an act of terrible immorality. Very good point, Sean. Yeah, well said. Immigrant from Pakistan, by the way, this guy, come to the United States, the land of the free, and get fired for doing what is clearly, obviously the right thing to do. In fact, the only moral, morally acceptable thing to do.
4: Yeah. Now, is there a counter-argument? Wait a minute. In six hours, we had a protocol. Did we have a phone list of people we were supposed to? Did he violate a policy that also would have distributed the vaccine? I don't know. A lot of There's serious... so much bad journalism these days, it's hard to tell.
3: There is. A lot of serious news outlets have looked into this, and the New York Times version of it is pretty long and thorough. I would say even with the scenario you gave, you don't fire the guy. You say we need to, you know, because people got the vaccine. That's what we want. We're trying yeah. to get the herd immunity. The vaccine... Including
4: sick people, it sounds like, and old folks. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, a... if he gave it to all of his golf buddies, I'd think, well, wait a minute, what's going on here? And he gave it to his wife, sure, but, you
3: know, she's even a human if it was the end of the day and nobody else had gotten it though even if it's golf buddies it's better than going to waste
4: yeah true that yeah absolutely so yeah i just i don't know what to do about this it has it has something to do with liability and attorneys and wrongful uh, right. termination right. suits and discrimination suits and the rest of it if you exercise any judgment you can be found liable for for doing it wrong if you can point to a A line on a page, say corporate policy says there's zero tolerance for giving out the vaccine outside of protocols. You are protected. On the other hand, and this is a minor issue, you've lost the spirit that made America great. Innovation, creativity, just energy. You've crushed that. And, uh, you know, I'm not a fan of that, really. In fact, it makes me want to hit somebody.
3: But I'm not a violent man. I'm a Christian man. It's a disappointing story, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, it really is.
4: I, I'm hoping that perhaps the uh, the might of social media will do good for once in its short miserable life, and and maybe get this guy his gig back or a better gig.
3: Yeah, I got to believe somebody's going to get a GoFundMe going for him. Right? There have been GoFundMe's for a lot stupider things than that that have raised yeah. six figures or more. Yeah,
4: yeah. Hey, there's actually some pretty good economic news. Um. Oh, and I, I wanted to finish the discussion of masks from the CDC. Okay, and um, we
3: also have every every U.S. state's least favorite state. Oh, we have to do that. We have to do that. Pretty Life is so damn serious these days. Yeah, uh, it's, imp- it's good to focus on hate. You're right. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know what? That had kind of escaped me.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're
4: right. That was ironic. Mm. It's like rain on your wedding day. Things are so serious
3: these days. Let's focus on not liking people. (laughs) Nothing unites like a common enemy. Right? (laughs) Employers resumed hiring in January after
4: payrolls fell at the end of 2020. Job openings picked up, driven by growth in industries that have weathered the pandemic relatively well. So the uh, jobs picture, according to
3: the uh, Wall Street Journal, improved substantially. Ah. during January but, but the jobless claims number is out and it's still in the seven hundred thousand so uh that's still very very high
4: right right you know, it's like we were getting punched in the face ten times a day now it's eight
3: well there you go yeah. two less times a day that I yeah. get punched in the face
4: i'm really I, i'm feeling better about things
3: yeah so we got all that stuff on the way including every state u every every u.s state's least favorite state it's mm. really kind of entertaining. Mm-hmm. And some of them are odd, but that, among other things, on the way.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: Oh, just hammered! Oh, yeah, incoherent, me walking drunk.
3: You can do a shot for every year old you are.
4: <laughs> I'd be dead. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> I'd be dead halfway through the day. Uh, I have that uh, song played on my birthday. This song for two reasons. Well, only one reason. Two reasons. Yep, two reasons. How many I'm reasons? Al- I'm already pretty drunk. <laughs> <laughs> two reasons. Number one, it's one of my favorite songs of all time, and and number two, it gives me a chance to pimp one of my favorite bands of all time, Cracker, and not freaking Uncle Cracker, whatever that is. Cracker. This is from their first album. It's brilliant. Stream it. I almost said buy it. Who buys Al? Nobody. Right, now turn it off. I've I've it off.
3: Turn it off. The South African variant has showed up in California in two places, including one within a 30-minute drive of where I live, so... Not happy about that. So you got the British variant and the South African variant all over the country, probably. But I know now know it's near me. Probably everywhere because they're not really testing for it most places. Spreads a lot faster, a lot easier. I, I keep saying I'm going to start double masking, but I am. I'm going to start double masking when I'm out and about. Why wouldn't I? Yeah, I'm, I'm discouraged
4: by the whole, the tighter the fit, the better thing from the CDC. And I've got some more information on that. It was actually, uh, the study was, was interesting the way they did it. But cause, you know, let's face it, the tighter it is, the less comfortable it is.
5: And important to make the distinction too, that a loose fit doesn't mean it's worthless.
3: Correct. Yeah. Absolutely correct. Yeah. The CDC is supposed to announce their new guidelines this week. They are supposed to come earlier in the week and they haven't yet.
4: For children? For I mean? all
3: kinds of different stuff, okay. including getting kids back in school. Now, there's a lot of talk about this end of the week, the Sunday shows. Why is it Thursday and it hasn't happened yet? I have a feeling that behind the scenes there's some wrangling going on because you remember the CDC director came out and said, teachers do not need to get vaccinated to open schools. Oh, Then then the White House said, yes, they do. The CDC was talking uh, outside of class. Um, and then the CDC will have our official guidelines next week. And I, I wonder what's going on behind the scenes.
4: Well, uh, I know we're going to do which states uh, hate who or, and, and that. But, Michael, I have breaking news. Breaking news. Okay. Wake Brandon the breaking news donkey. When news breaks, the donkey brays on the Armstrong and Getty show. For the, some reason. Way to
5: be ready, Brandon. Good job.
4: You, <laughs> Here's you're a such carrot. a kind and compassionate trainer, Sean. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is set to release highly anticipated new guidance for getting children physically back to school. The Biden administration is pushing to reopen schools. Yeah, pushing, pushing very gently. No, they aren't. An administration official leaked to CNN that the CDC's five key strategies to reopening schools include handwashing, masking, social distancing, cleaning and ventilation, as well as contact tracing, isolation, and quarantine. The guidance will not suggest requiring staffers to be vaccinated, instead describing vaccination as another strategy to, quote, layer. Since many schools were able to open safely before vaccines were available, the official noted. So they did not have either the gutless slavish loyalties to the teachers unions or the cowardice to go with the uh, no, no, we can't open till everybody's vaccinated. No, they're telling the truth, What's at the, least if this leak is correct. The thing in there about ventilation. Yeah, so, that worries well, me. Was that about opening windows or about
5: completely redoing yeah,
4: the
3: HVAC system? That systems?
4: worries me. You know, that's a reasonable question. Um, because that would be a great uh, dodge,
3: and we are going to need geez twenty million dollars to rework our ventilation system, which that's justifies of, more sure. money going to the school. because we've gotta pay for those <laughs> so and not delaying for a very long time.
4: Well, here's a clue: NEA president, that's your National Education Association, Becky Pringle, inventor of the canned potato chip. I love those things. Says you quote, can
5: stack them. Oh my
4: god! You do the little duck bill with them. I feel like we're getting off topic. You two done? <laughs> Most schools, especially those attended by black, brown, indigenous, and poor white students, have severely outdated ventilation systems and no testing of tracing programs to speak of. So that's the dodge. You were right. Uh Here's another reference to outdated ventilation see, systems. Sick
3: buildings. You see, you got to remember, it's not about safety. It's about money. Yeah. And power. So they don't need to force the vaccinations. That became a hot topic. The back and forth last week. That was going to be a political landmine if they all of a sudden came out and said that. But they can do this ventilation thing, which is brand new. Right. They cooked this up. This is what he dropped on the Super Bowl interview. I, I guarantee you, there was a lot more thought that went into that, him mentioning the ventilation systems, than meets the eye. Sure. Well, when you have Democrats in power, the union
4: is on both sides of the bargaining table, and the administration told them, look, uh, people are not buying the vaccination thing cuz there are unvaccinated uh, teachers in private schools charter schools all over the country and everybody's fine they're not buying it we need to come up with something different and the uh, and and somebody said well you know ventilation's important that's it that's it we're going to demand every school particularly we'll play the race card uh and, and and poor white children too all right all right poor we'll include poor white children but we'll insist that every school that's more than uh, 10 years old Needs a complete ventilation system rework. You heard and it here first. Tr- hundreds of billions of dollars to do it. That's brilliant. Good job, Jim.
3: You heard it here first. The attention all day long is going to be on, and they didn't mandate vaccines for the teachers. Mm-hmm. They're going to practically skip over the ventilation part. That's going to be the hang-up, and that's going to be crazy expensive for taxpayers and pointless. Pointless. Not needed at all. Uh, I don't know about other schools. I know of two schools that are open, and I know for a fact they didn't do anything to their ventilation systems. Right, right. Um, well, so, those
4: aren't poor students or students of color. Blah, blah, blah. There's always a dodge. And keep in mind, there's what's the amount of money that's still sitting on the sidelines? They think that hasn't been spent. They've only spent four billion of the sixty-some billion. And Biden is proposing another hundred and seventy billion. Right
3: of new money on top of that 50 billion that hasn't been spent. And this might be an entire new chunk of money that goes to reworking the ventilation systems if that is their angle and I'll bet it is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There you go. That's how it works, folks. Okay, pick a state. Just pick any state and I'll tell you what state they hate in that state. I uh first
4: American state I lived in, New Jersey.
3: Okay. It's always tough on a map unless it's very big because everything gets so small. Sorry, I could have picked a bigger state. Pick a bigger state. I grew up in Illinois. There you go. That's an easier one. Uh, Also, all the hues of red are so similar. Um, It looks like they hate Indiana. Oh, yeah. I know I do. I
4: just love Indiana.
3: Never turn your back on
4: an Indianan.
3: The second most hated state appears to be Texas. Illinoisans hate Texas? No, 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 no. This is just in the aggregate. No. And, oh. uh, no, no. Uh, of all the states, I'm looking at how many states, because there are some states that are oh. hated by multiple states. Yes. Texas seems to be second. Uh Florida is hated by several other states, including itself. Floridians hate Florida the most. Oh, it's got to be that Florida man phenomenon. But the state by far the most hated by the most states. Probably not hard to guess. Oh, let me think. Pretentious everybody's run moving by to your, Everybody's moving to your state and trying to change it into that state. North yeah. Dakota. No <laughs> California is the California. most hated California. state. Unicornia by
0: far. What? We can get to more of those coming up. Armstrong and Getty.
3: was Congressman Eric Swalwell, a man penetrated by Chinese intelligence in the comely shape of Fang Fang. Being penetrated by a hostile foreign power is apparently no obstacle to being the prosecutor charged with trying to get Chairman Xi's sworn enemy removed from the ballot in 2024. Mm. Um, mm. that was some funny writing but <laughs> i was surprised that swalwell was uh the guy just you know because you can choose whoever you want to be the uh, impeachment managers oh good he's
5: back did you hear anybody say
3: that <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. I, I, I did see a tweet from uh, sarah isger from the dispatch saying can you imagine how much more powerful this would be for the prosecution if for instance liz cheney was one of the managers and you can do that and that has been done in the past where you have bipartisan managers to make the point that, look, it's not just our party that feels this way. And there I don't know if Liz Cheney would have agreed to that, but there were Republicans that were willing to do it, that feel Trump should be removed. But as you've only heard here, I think, that was not the point. That is not the point currently. Right. The point is to get as many Republicans to vote no as possible so you can run against them on the idea of look what they allowed to happen that's why they so narrowly wrote the impeachment article um, that's why they didn't get any Republicans involved in the arguing I think yeah I think that's pretty sound uh, analysis the other thing it's crazy to me I guess I don't know I guess the key is that knowing they were never going to get the 17 votes to remove so what's the second best thing we can accomplish right right it's amazing isn't it
4: the extent to which uh, the politicos of our time and the media, have gotten us to pay so much attention to personality yeah. and performance and so little to the policies that actually affect our lives. Well,
3: we reward it as a population, so.
4: Yeah, yeah, we do, I suppose. Uh, speaking of personalities that may or may not affect our lives, you got to a couple of cancellations lately.
1: Canceled!
4: Gina Carano, who we've referred to charmingly as the beefy chick from The Mandalorian, it's not not a bad description. She's a no, big muscular warrior gal. I know exactly who you're talking about when you say that. And she 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 whoops arse on a regular basis on the show and was seen to be a rising star in the whole Lucasfilm universe.
3: Well, she if the well the Mandalorian was done, but if it, but if it were going to continue, she was one of the main characters.
5: Uh she was rumored to be have her own spin-off. Oh, okay. the, well, uh her and uh uh Carl Weathers were going to have okay. their own uh, kind of sheriffs of space cities. Same Sheriff's? guy beat
4: the hell out of Rocky in the first one, right? Yes, very good, Joe. Yeah. yeah. Carl Weathers, <laughs> never forgive him. So, uh, evidently, uh, somebody came across Gina Carano's controversial social media posts and the candor. Gina Carano Lucas Films. Gina Carano is not currently employed by Lucasfilm. There are no plans for her to be in the future. Nevertheless, her social media posts denigrating people based on their cultural and religious identities are abhorrent and unacceptable. Okay. All right, let's get to the denigrating people based on their cultural and religious identity. must have been pretty bad. Oh, it's absolutely terrible. First, she uh, dared to uh, compare the current divided political climate in the U.S. to Nazi Germany. And I quote, Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. Because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. Man, that's an excellent point. It's And it's absolutely true. Yeah. How, how is that any different from hating someone for their political views, she wrote? Well, it is different, Gina. It's different in several ways, and they're fairly significant. And it's a good thing to have a conversation about. Would be the response from any sane person. Not, oh, my God, oh, my God, you should lose your career. You should totally lose your career. Unbelievable. Well, what was the controversial part there? It was comparing, like, how progressives hate Republicans to the Nazis denigrating the Jews. So the, the framing is she compared being a Republican to being a Jew during the Holocaust. In essence, yeah. And okay. it's, it's, it's not great. And somebody could easily have a conversation with her pointing out, well, Number one, the Jewish people were fairly easily identifiable. Uh, it was what they were born being. It was a, it was a master plan to erase them completely uh, and, and kill them. Whereas, you know, while things are partisan and ugly right now, and people are demonizing their opponents, we're unlikely to have people in ovens. You know, so it kind of trivializes the Holocaust, to which I'm sure Gina Carano would reply, you know, that's a good point. That's a good point. I just mean that dehumanizing people leads to ugly things. And, and everybody, every sane person would say, yeah, I agree. And that's all it would take. Or you could ruin our career. Meanwhile, as we discussed the other day, you have music sensation and TV host Nick Cannon who's saying the people that don't have darker skin are, I'm going to say the, this carefully, a little less. When they didn't have the power of the sun, it started to deteriorate them. So then they're acting out of fear. They're acting out of low self-esteem. They're acting out of deficiency. So therefore, the only way that they can act is evil. They, white people, have to rob, steal, rape, kill in order to survive. So then these people that don't have the, what we what I say, we, I speak of the melanated people, the white people had to be savages. They're acting as animals. So they're the ones that are actually closer to animals. They're the ones that are actually true savages. That is, in a word racism it's rock solid racism
3: oh yeah that's a that's him explaining how one race is inferior to another and his career is just fine just fine Yeah. yeah
4: exactly one race is inferior the other race is superior and he is still gainfully employed but a gal who pointed out inartfully indelicately that dehumanizing your opponents leads to terrible things, she has to be canceled. Canceled! Absolutely sickening.
3: One more cancel story. Um, I don't know Nathan J. Robinson. He writes for The Guardian. I do know that after he got canceled yesterday, a lot of people on the right were saying, you know, I hate you, but I don't think you should have gotten canceled. So apparently he's somebody that the right hates. He writes for The Guardian. He had said this not too long ago. Remember, he got canceled yesterday by The Guardian, by his newspaper. I'll tell you why in a second. But he had said this fairly recently. There is no cancel culture. The fastest way to get a book deal in this country is to whine about cancel culture. Every single one of these people ends up on their feet. They're fine. They have giant platforms. They're heard loud and clear. Right-wing opinions are everywhere. He tweeted this yesterday after getting canceled. He got fired by his newspaper. One of the most serious threats to free speech is the silencing of criticism of the government of Israel. I have now found this out the hard way, having just been fired as a Guardian columnist for sending a tweet about U.S. military aid to Israel. Wow. What what happened to the whole everybody lands on their feet and gets a book? There is no cancel culture.
4: What a coward and a liar. Yeah. And no, He loses lose sh- his job for being a coward and a liar. He, not for,
3: he should not have lost his job for writing an article that we give too much military aid to Israel. That's a perfectly reasonable position to have in dis- sure. it's discussion. There's nothing wrong with that whatsoever.
4: You okay. might be wrong, but you're certainly entitled to express it and have it discussed. Again, a sane person, not a freaking Maoist terrorist, ideological terrorist would say, whoa, 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 here's why it's important that Israel be a bulwark against the totalitarian regimes of the Middle East, etc. etc. and you get somewhere, or so, you can just fire them.
3: So i got a little more on my map here. Every U.S. state's least favorite state. I will point out that we are literally
4: abhorring what he says, but defending his right to say it. Mm. I feel a little more
3: heroic today. <laughs> and it's your birthday. It is. Look at you being heroic on your birthday. Happy birthday to me. Um there are a number of states that hate New Jersey. Pennsylvania does. New York does. That's Connecticut does.
4: Oh, somebody many us.
3: Oh. New Jersey mostly hates everyone. So the two outliers in this is uh Florida, it's the only state that hates itself and New Jersey is the <laughs> self-hating only self-hating Florida. And New Jersey is the only state that hates everyone. Everybody else picked one state as they did the survey. Wow. Oh, how interesting! A lot of them are just like border rivalries. Tennessee mostly hates Kentucky because oh. they're right next to us. Kentucky all, mostly all hates.
4: Damn horse riding and white fences—they piss me off.
3: Kentucky mostly hates Tennessee. You know your basketball teams and your football teams and all that sort of stuff.
4: Oh yeah, of course the college rivalries, the SEC. Yeah, that fuels a lot of this. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely.
3: Uh, Missouri and Kansas, huge. When KU plays uh, Mizzou, that's a big deal. Um, so
4: Ask a North Carolinian, what state do you hate? Duke. <laughs> no, I don't think it. Duke. No, it's not a state. Duke. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Where's North Carolina on here? Oh, I know where they are on the map. Right north of South Carolina. Right. Um, they hate West Virginia. Oh, Mountain Mama. Take me home, Country Roads. Have they heard that song? It's great.
4: It's great. It's beautiful.
0: Um, there are a couple
3: new versions of that out, out, out too. No, really I looked in the wrong super place. Good um north carolina hates south carolina okay that that makes more sense Hmm. south carolina hates trying to find the colors are hard they're also you know maybe i didn't
4: live in north carolina long enough to acquire the hate but i i I felt fine
3: about south carolina but really the headlines are uh, uh three states hate florida and one of them is florida (laughs) Which is hilarious. The other two are. That makes
5: me like Florida more.
3: Yeah, exactly. Georgia and Alabama are the other states that hate Florida, right on the border. Sure. Um, Well, that's because often Florida man just comes across the border and, I don't know, chews
4: off somebody's face or takes a poo on something or (laughs) acts like Florida man in their state.
3: Um, North Dakota hates South Dakota (laughs) for being so warm. South Dakota doesn't hate anyone. That's very South Dakota. Yeah, that's a very South Dakota thing. Me, my mom, all of us South yeah. Dakotans. Wow. Oh, cool. you know what? South Dakota's doing something really interesting. I wonder if I can find it. Hang on a second. Yeah, it is right here.
4: They are introducing legislation. I don't know a lot about, you know, how likely this is to pass constitutional muster and the rest. But this uh, state rep, Aaron Aylward, R. Harrisburg, introduced a bill which is described as an act to authorize the review of certain executive orders issued by the president of the United States and determine whether they are uh, unlawful, unconstitutional, and whether the state can seek an exemption. They're super pissed off about a lot of the energy policy. And... um uh the pandemic uh, regulations natural resources agriculture land use uh the regulation of the financial cent- uh, sector and the regulation of the constitution hmm. slow down joe the regulation of the constitutional right to keep and bear arms specifically so I'll, I'll be interested to follow that why would you need to keep bear arms no it's the right to bear arms oh if a bear is dead you can harvest its arms
1: <laughs> to and finish- use them to Just finish,
4: for, for self-defense. <laughs> right. To
3: finish off the state thing real quickly. Ah, yes. Sorry. Texas is hated by Oklahoma. That's a border thing. Sure. Um, New Mexico, also a border thing. And California, which I think is a rivalry thing mostly, right? Cause you're too far away, but it's a rivalry thing. Uh, well, if I might quote the good folks of South Park, Colorado,
4: we're taking our jobs. We're taking our jobs. <laughs>
0: we're taking our jobs. <laughs>
5: Is it a landmass thing? It's the two biggest in the continent so of course you know the two biggest guys in a bar. Yeah, it's the two most
3: populous states. They're gonna start eyeing each other. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But really? But how many states hate California? This is by far the most hated state. Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, Utah, Colorado, and Arizona all hate California the most. Those are all the states where Californians are going.
4: Anybody within a day's drive of Californians hates California. Isn't that interesting? California says, you can kiss my coastline.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the way, my geography is excellent because these are not labeled. This is just me looking at a map, knowing every state like I do. It's actually really impressive. I'm getting the slow clap (laughs) for knowing all the states.
4: That's really good. That's some good
3: stuff. And you, <laughs> of
4: all people, who've poo-pooed the learning of state capitals oh, in school. Oh, is was a
3: waste of time. I do think it's a waste of time. And um, <laughs> the reason I know that is because I, I have done so many driving trips. I like my vacations mostly have been driving around the United States my whole life, and I love it. <laughs> and if you drive places looking at a map, you get to know the country pretty well. Yeah, true dad. I've driven and every state in the country.
4: Yeah, there's something very satisfying about crossing a state line. You really feel like you're making progress,
3: which is Except for like uh, your your their tiny little states, your Rhode Islands, your Connecticut. I, 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 I missed it. Right. That right. was four
0: exits. I was going to oh. stop
3: and pee. It's over. Although if you've
4: ever driven across the entire country, which I have, uh, you're really feeling pretty good in the eastern third of the country. Then you get to the Midwest, and you got to have a little patience. Then you get to the western states, which are gigantic and to a large extent empty of anything. Uh,
3: except some decent scenery. Uh, yeah, you, you're driving for eight hours. You're like, I'm still in Nevada. You can have three <laughs> states to go coming west, and you got uh, fifteen hundred miles left. Yeah, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah, really is. Um, uh, so learn your That's geography. That's why you got to be like Springsteen. Have a little vodka in the glove compartment. Oh no, I cancel. I got the story on that. Springsteen's DUI. Got all the details. Is really a rip off. They shouldn't have done that to the boss. And I hate his politics and hated the Jeep ad, but they shouldn't have done this. Among other things on the way.
0: I mean, just think about it. What does the national anthem even have to do with a basketball game? George Washington didn't beat the Redcoats in a game of three on three. I mean,
4: although he would have, dude was 6-2 in the 1700s. Back then, he was basically Shaq
1: in a powdered wig. Yeah, man, we're going to free this country. We're going to write something about it. We're going to make a United States of America, baby. <laughs>
3: That's pretty good. That is funny. So uh you heard a little Bruce Springsteen there. You probably heard that he got a drunk driving and Jeep has dropped him from the big commercial that they had on the Super Bowl. I got to assume that that was a pretty expensive rollout for that whole idea. And Jeep has dropped Bruce because after calling every Republican uh, a
4: racist and evil since Reagan, I want everybody to come together in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, okay,
3: Bruce. I, I see his face, and I immediately get annoyed, and doesn't put a smile on my face, even though I'm I really like a lot of his music, mm-hmm. um, just because I've been lectured by him so many times. But when I heard that he got arrested for drunk driving in a recreation area, like a park area, I thought, was he like going from the campfire to his boat or something in a jeep? And I mean, well, you, you have, have s- a bit of a history, don't you, with the uh, Rigid Rangers? I do. Uh You're not supposed to do that, obviously. It's not cool, but it's not the same thing as you were barreling down the interstate. Hammered. Right. You know. uh, it turns out it wasn't even that. Oh, and then finding out that he blew a .02. .08 is the legal limit. He was a quarter of that. Wow. We got this. Bruce was in the recreation area on his motorcycle dirt bike riding, and was spotted by a group of enthusiastic fans. He pulled over to give them autographs, and one of them had a bottle of tequila, which he took a shot of, which I'm sure they thought was the coolest thing that has ever happened in their entire lives. They tell the story every day. <laughs> with strangers sh- if they have to. We did a shot of tequila with Bruce Springsteen. The police followed him from there, pulled him over, and arrested him. Oh, for God's sake.
4: All right. Rigid Rangers.
3: Like the guy who finds you. Yeah. I, uh, I was... Uh, in a lake without a life vest. I didn't know you had to have a life vest by law to be in that lake. The lake was...
5: How did you not just sink to the bottom?
3: <laughs> well, he had. Uh Yeah, I think I should be able to, be, as an adult, be out in the lake without a life vest anyway, without getting a very expensive ticket, but the water was only a foot and a half deep. <laughs> we were floating on life rafts in the water, and you could put your hand on the ground in the water to move your life raft around. <laughs> And the guy came over and uh, gave me a ticket for I don't remember what it was, but at the time it was devastating. I think it was two hundred and seventy-two dollars. Oh my god! My oh, my gosh. oh yeah, it was a really high. And that is at a time when I made my take-home was about seven hundred dollars a month. And uh, Ugh, let's change what you eat, stuff. I was I, I I've been let's s- change if you eat stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I was so unhappy about that. I was sick to my stomach. I went and fought it in court as an idiot, not knowing what I was doing with no plan yeah. whatsoever you going to mm. fight that, everybody told me. I am going to fight it. So I showed up to the court date and fought it. I had no argument. I had nothing. It increased. Uh-oh. The judge looked at me like I was an idiot, which I was. Mm. God, and I knew the judge's son. We went to high school together, but which was embarrassing. You should have brought that up. But um, I, w- I would love to have been able to make the argument. As an adult, I think I could have made a pretty good argument. But I was 19, and I didn't know what I was doing. And then my fine actually went up for challenging. And I think I ended up paying $350. But I want to give it a little lecture about the letter of the law and the spirit of the law. The spirit of the law was not to give tickets that cost over half of a person's take-home salary per month for being a foot and a half of water. The law is to protect people. I was not in any danger. I had not seen the sign. I put on the life vest as soon as I was told.
4: Yeah, and I'm just delighted by the idea that if you, as a free citizen, contest the allegation by the government, they will fine you more heavily. That ought to be frickin'
3: unconstitutional. Well, I think it was the fine plus the cost of the court fee is what the end of the thing was. Please, hey, you paid the course, the cost of the courts in your taxes. That's crap. You know, I was about to say that was an embarrassing moment, but I learned a lot from it. I learned that's that's how you learn things, right? By doing (laughs) by doing things wrong.
4: Armstrong and Getty.